0: Welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. So y'all, we need to talk. Things have been really, really heavy recently. And the craziest thing is, is that my life, my personal life is great. But every time I get on social media or turn on the news, it looks like things are going from bad to worse. A few weeks ago, Nipsey Hussle died, and I didn't know that man, but I felt genuine, real sadness for his family that has lasted for days, and I know that I'm not alone in those feelings. I've seen and read about people who aren't connected with tragedies and situations, yet they feel depressed and anxious, they're having trouble sleeping, and racing thoughts due to these events. Many of us are being sucked in emotionally by what is going on around us. Being able to empathize with others is one thing, but what do you do when you are literally taking on others' situations and their feelings as your own? In today's episode, I want to help you understand what it means to be an empath and show you how to manage the barrage of news that is constantly coming at you in a healthier way. And so I want to inspire you to manage the emotions. So like I said, 2019 has been a doozy, y'all. From all the political drama, planes crashing out of the sky, Surviving R. Kelly, and a host of people losing their lives, it has been crazy. And people are emotionally connected with these stories, even though they aren't personally connected to it. I remember when the Surviving R. Kelly documentary came out, and so many people were triggered by it and had troubling feelings for days, maybe even weeks. I didn't even watch the documentary because all the back and forth of online arguing was enough for me mentally, so I didn't need to see it. Just cutting on CNN for a few minutes is enough to make your blood pressure rise and have you worried about your future. For me personally, late last year when Kim Porter passed away, who used to date Puffy and is the mother of several of his children, I was really hurt by it. I have never met that woman a day in my life, but I was shook. I was sad and I was even slightly anxious because she was a young mother who was taking away what feels like far too soon. So that takes us to the most recent event that seemed to shock the community. And that was the death of rapper and community activist Nipsey Hussle. It was such a shocking and just really sad incident, and when it happened, all I could think about was his family, his girlfriend, his children, and everyone who knew him and loved him. I knew that I was sad, and I didn't know him, so I couldn't imagine how they must be feeling. Now, with every detail of his unfortunate, very unfortunate death being put on the news and especially the internet, including videos, it can be overwhelming. I've heard of people who have been crying for days, feeling depressed and heavily mourning due to his death. Now, I was alive when Biggie and Tupac died. I was alive when Aaliyah passed away. And this kind of has the same feeling to it. People are feeling a lot of emotions, but I don't know if they know what to do with it. Listen, empathizing, feeling sad and caring for others and what goes on around you is completely fine and healthy. It's important to be able to relate to others, to feel for others, to be able to connect emotionally with what others are going through. But for some, it goes to a heightened level, and those individuals are often called empaths. An empath is a person who feels and absorbs other people's emotions or physical symptoms because of their high sensitivity levels. They often have a difficult time in expressing their feelings intellectually also, some of them. Empaths can be highly sensitive easy to talk to but the biggest thing is is that they take on other people's mood good or bad now i'm sure some of us have some empath tendencies at times i know i do and there isn't anything wrong with being an empath just like there isn't anything wrong with being an emotional person with being a sensitive person or an empathetic person but while there's nothing wrong with being an empath It can be tiresome and taxing to just constantly be in such a high emotional state. It can be draining to hear about other people's situation and to find yourself thinking about it all day. And this can be especially exhausting because there is so much going on in the world that every second something troublesome is happening. I don't want you to be an emotional slave to society. It is okay to feel for others and for what they're going through. But I want to ensure that these feelings don't take you down a road of negative thoughts and uncontrollable emotions. So let's talk about ways to handle all of these emotions so that you guys can manage all of this information that's been thrown at you daily. So the first step is the first step in many different aspects of life, and that is acknowledgement. You cannot change what you don't acknowledge. So before you can work out your emotions, You have to recognize and admit that you're feeling some type of way. You can start by simply acknowledging, I feel sad. That situation, it hurt me. Or that you're angry. That you feel nervous because of what just happened. Whatever your feeling is, acknowledge it. Nothing gets done or accomplished by pretending these feelings are not there. So first, acknowledge that you have some feelings about these situations. Now, another thing that you can do to manage your emotions is to express yourself in a healthy manner, of course. Now, let me just put it out there. Commenting, clapping back, and fussing with people in the comments on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter is not a healthy way to express yourself. Normally, this makes things worse because you just continue to take on all the anger and aggression and nastiness in the comments. If you really want to help yourself, How about don't even go to the comment section? It will really totally mess up your mood. Believe me, I know. But that's another episode for another day. But what I want you to do is to talk to your tribe, talk to your therapist, give your girl a call, talk to your family, not just about the event, but about your feelings. Too often, we just go along and talk about things that we've seen or heard, more like gossiping about it, but we aren't truly open and honest about how it's affecting us. There have been times when I have watched the news and saw another black male, adult or child, being shot and killed by the police, and while I would talk to my family about the situation, I wouldn't really say much about how it made me feel. I eventually began telling my husband about how these incidents made me anxious and scared and nervous for his safety and the other men in my family. Guys, it's not enough to just talk about stuff on the news and in the media. You got to talk about how this stuff makes you feel. Don't hold it in and don't be afraid to share your feelings because I promise you, you are not alone in those feelings. And if you don't feel confident that the people in your circle will be understanding, again, talk to a therapist. It's our job for that hour or 90 minutes or whatever to only care about your emotions and what you're dealing with. And if that isn't an option for you, which I don't know why it wouldn't be, but if it's not, use your journal, write down your emotions, but you have to express yourself in a healthy way, of course. So now that you've acknowledged your feelings and expressed them, I want you to prepare for the future because unfortunately, these types of things will continue to happen. So I want you to know your triggers. Let me tell y'all something about me. Scary movies stress me out. So I don't go see them. So no, I haven't seen Us by Jordan Peele. I heard it wasn't that scary, but I'm still not trying to see it. Let me tell you something else about me. Right now, and this is so sad, but right now certain seafoods make me sick. It hurts my stomach. So I don't eat them. When you know that something isn't good for you, it may be best to limit your interaction with it. If the news is triggering, cut back on watching it. If social media is stressful, cut back on strolling through your timeline. If every time you talk to that friend is doom and gloom and it just messes up your mojo, limit your conversations. Don't be a glutton for punishment and continue to place yourself in front of your trigger day in and day out. Now, I get it. You cannot live in a bubble and some things that are triggering need to be addressed to help you be able to handle it better. But let's be honest. Some of this stuff isn't necessary. If you're honest with yourself and think about it, many of the things we are triggered by don't directly affect us. Quite frankly, there are probably things that we really should be worried about that does directly affect us, but they are not on our radar because we're too distracted by other stuff. So go unfollow the shade room. What these celebrities are doing in their lives have nothing to do with your life. Stop reading every tweet that Trump puts out that's making your anxiety high. Take the push notifications off your phone. You don't need to be alerted every time something happens. See if you are doing things that contributes to you being triggered more than you have to. Guard your time and put in boundaries for those people who are draining to you. Replace those triggers with things that will improve and calm your mood. Implement some self-care in your life. Spend some time focusing on yourself. One thing that many empaths and people who deal with anxiety use to calm themselves is sitting in nature. Now, I don't know where you live, what the weather is like, if the pollen is choking you to death or the mosquitoes is out. But if you can, take a few minutes and sit outside or go for a walk. Take your thoughts off of what is going on in your head and put them on what you can see, hear, and feel around you. Doing this is what we call grounding yourself. And I use this as a guide for my clients a lot to help them decrease their anxiety. When you do a grounding activity, you are really focusing on what is real, what you can see, what you can hear, and what you can feel, and it is a really big help. So give that a try while managing your emotions and knowing your triggers. Now lastly, I want you to live your life. Y'all, one thing that all of these events has taught me is that some things are out of my control. And because of that, you should simply go hard every day. What I mean is you should smile as much as you can. Laugh as much as you can. Spend time with the people who matter and doing the things that you love. Life is so precious and too short to spend it. Depressed, anxious, and mad if you can help it. Be intentional with your time and spend it living with no regrets. Don't live in fear of what may come or what may happen, and don't let the situations around you stop you from moving forward with your dreams. If anything, let them motivate you to do your best while you can. One of the most beautiful things that I've seen from the passing of Nipsey Hussle is his impact. If that man wasn't busy living his best life, chasing his dreams, and running his marathon while he was alive, he wouldn't have the impact that he has right now that he's gone. So go be the best mom to your kids that you can. Be the most supportive spouse that you can to your spouse. Go on adventures and challenge yourself to think big and achieve big. Take those emotions and let them encourage you to live your life the best way possible. Guys, the emotions that we feel when we see our brothers and sisters going through hard times are natural. If you are one of those people who have a heightened sensitivity and you really get sucked in, it's okay. Just acknowledge your feelings, express your emotions in a healthy manner, know and limit your triggers until you learn how to handle them and live your life in a way that inspires others to do the same. So I hope that you feel inspired to learn how to deal with everything that's going on around you, to ask for help in unpacking these feelings if you need it, and to know that feeling empathy and being understanding is what makes you such a beautiful person. So let's make sure that we're expressing these emotions in a healthy way. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way. Okay, guys, that is it for today's episode. I really hope that you guys have a great week and take some time to just really unpack what is going on in the world. It's a lot to take in, but make sure that whatever you're taking in, you also push it back out. Don't let it sit inside you and just fester, okay? For the full show notes, visit inspiringwomenweekly.com. Go over and follow me on Instagram at Lashonda And if you already haven't, please go on iTunes and leave me a rating and a review. I would really, really appreciate it. Guys, have a great week and I'll talk to you in the next episode.